Welcome to Business Pants. We are free float. We are Matt, Ari, Jesse, Damien. Today's podcast, Business Pants Corporate Theater. Let me hand it off to our MC and get the show going. Our corporate theater players this week are the extraordinary Courtney Cook, Phil Hawk, Ashley Kutzer, and Mark McGee. Each week, the hardworking crew here at Business Pants and Free Float will rip actual business news headlines from reputable news sources and hand those very real headlines directly over to our Business Pants Corporate Theater Company, who will then dramatize and satirize the stories so that the world can finally enjoy and, yes, maybe even understand the business news. This week on the show, we have a delightful hodgepodge of merriment. We cover two of America's favorite insipid holidays, Valentine's Day and the Super Bowl, with a song called My Corporate Valentine. And a look at a Trader Joe's inspired Super Bowl pig out featuring corporate radio's favorite DJ's cartoonian hawk. We also have a crying CFO at Walgreens and story time with an executive who just lost his company to a not so friendly takeover. Up first, our business band corporate theater improv team took on this headline from Fortune magazine. Walgreens CFO says he might have cried too much last year over shoplifting. Jenkins, Johnson, can you come in here, please? <laughs> oh, oh, man, not again. Would, oh. Not again. My God. What's wrong? Oh. I was just reviewing one of the tapes and one of the customers stole some food. <laughs> not oh, the. My God. Come wait, on. was it the 10 for 10 candies just, again? How many times do we it have was to hear this? 10 for 10 candies. <laughs> Oh, God. The little Twixes. Little baby Twixes. And they stole them and gave them to their kids. All right, we'll lock uh, them up. We're going to lock yeah, them up. I mean, We're going to lock them up with the cigarettes. Wh- why, are, why are you crying? I mean, we have thefts every single day. I They're- know. Oh, don't remind oh, me. Oh, <laughs> we can't. We can't. I don't think we should. We the should little not- Twixes. <laughs> little Snicker bars. We shouldn't. Um- <laughs> 
We shouldn't tell him about this stuff. Well, I mean, don't, Wait, what? don't tell, tell him about what. Don't, don't Here's some it. tissue. Don't Here's some tell tissue. him. Blow your nose. We can't uh, let him know about this stuff. Uh, no, it's don't. ridiculous. No, you but, can't handle it. It's like every 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 place. Look, this. everyone comes up and tells me that yes, the reason. No, listen. Uh-huh. The reason that customers steal is that they can't afford it. But listen, I don't care. I want uh-huh. my Twixes to be sold for the price that we set them at. Don't, we're not lo- we're not losing anything. Don't worry I mean, about it. It's, it's fine. We're not. No, no, but I saw the Twixes go out with that family no, who then gave it you to the why, kids. Sir, why are you even watching that? There's a lot of better. <laughs> okay, things you I be saw doing. another one where a woman Ugh. stole some shoes for her kid because her kid didn't have any shoes, but she didn't pay for them. We, oh, had, we had a customer that shot himself in the head the other day. Do you know really? that? Oh, you're just trying to say that to make me feel better. I mean, that's what we should be focusing on. Okay, yeah, that Wait, does make me feel he better. Wasn't an employee? Well, yeah. I didn't oh, good. Which one was it? It was, it was Ralph. I never liked him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, good. All right. Yeah. Well, you've cheered you me up. You want to see now. that tape? Kinda. Our next sketch is the return of America's favorite DJs from WCRP Corporate Radio. Here to discuss the Super Bowl and snacking and sadness. WCRP Corporate Radio. Live from the Corporate Radio Headquarters in Terre Haute, Indiana, it's the Cartoon and Hawk Morning Zoo Radio Show! Good morning, Corporate News Junkies! I'm Cartoony, and that's the Hawk! Hey! Uh, Hello. And we're here to give you the first dose of steaming hot... Highly caffeinated business news. Hey, how you doing this early, early morning, Hawk? Jesus, I'm good. I'm good. I'm fine. 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 Jesus, Hawk, we've just started. Don't peter out already. All right. (laughs) All right. Well, it sounds to me like you need some high octane coffee this morning, Hawk. No, no, no. The doctor said I can't have caffeine anymore. Just uh, some decaf, unsweetened Earl Grey tea for me. Oh, no. Well, you might as well be drinking brown water. Oh. Yeah, I am. Shit. Okay. All right. Let's get this started, shall we? Hey, Hawk, you know what super big, super exciting, and super fun sporting event is happening soon? No. Oh, yeah, uh, uh, it's the Super Bowl, cartoony, the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's right, the Super Bowl. Hey, you remember what the Super Bowl is, don't you, Hawk? It's the sporting event that you gamble on and end up losing a good chunk of your savings every year. <laughs> Fuck you. our first FCC violation and not even five minutes into the show. Congratulations, Hawk. <laughs> hey, hey, cartoony, what, what's our top ten list of the morning th- this morning? 
Right. Well, uh, this morning we actually have a top nine list, and it ties in with the Super Bowl. Everyone loves to bop on down to their favorite grocery chain and get lots of yummy snacks for the game. Mm-mm-mm. Chips and dip and pizza rolls and pretzels and veggie platters and pigs in a blanket and spicy chili and assorted cold cuts and lots and lots of beer and sodas to drink. Hey, you know what, Hawk? I want to know, what's you? Your favorite snack for the big game? Well, before the heart attack, definitely all of those. But but now, just a few veggies from the veggie platter with no dip uh, and some decaf, unsweetened Earl Grey tea. Yeah, well, yikes. Don't invite me to your Super Bowl party, Hawk. <laughs> I never have and never will. Aww. Okay, so our morning zoo researchers noticed that our uber chic Grocery chain Trader Joe's just released a list of their top nine favorite items determined by their customers. And, hey, a lot of these could make your spectacular Super Bowl party even more spectacular, am I right? And I must add, WCRP does not officially endorse Trader Joe's in any way, shape, or form. Oh, Jesus. Hey, Hawk, did you know that a typical Trader Joe's shopper is likely to be a Caucasian woman between the ages of 41 and 57 who makes more than $80,000 a year? She lives in a city as opposed to the suburbs and spends 371 per year over the course of eight or nine trips. <laughs> that sounds like your average ex-wife. What the hell? All right, here we go. Trader Joe's top nine favorite products. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two. Are you ready? First category, top beverage, sparkling honey crisp apple juice. The seasonal canned drink is a three-ingredient blend of apple juice, water, and bubbles. Bubbles? They mean carbon dioxide. Bubble isn't an ingredient, for Christ's sakes. Saying bubbles is more fun than carbon dioxide, Hawk. Oh, yeah. And you know how much sugar is in that stuff? 22 grams of sugar per serving, and a serving is one and a quarter cup. That's a lot of sugar. Mm-mm-mm. Sounds yummy to me. Okay, next we have top cheese. Hey, isn't that what we call our WCRP station manager, Chuck DeFazio? <laughs> uh, you mean besides cheap bastard? Thankfully, he doesn't listen to this show. So the Trader Joe's top cheese is cheddar cheese with caramelized onions. Ooh, ooh how awesome would that be melted on some salty corn chips? A sodium speedball. Pretty sure that's what killed John Belushi. Don't do this, Hawk. Next on our list, we have the most popular Trader Joe's entree, Trader Joe's Butter Chicken. (laughs) Hey, spiced chicken in a tomato and cream sauce with basmati rice. Well, this sounds like something even you could eat, Hawk. (laughs) All right. Did you know that Trader Joe's has made numerous labor law violations in trying to prevent its stores from unionizing? Just a little fun fact for you folks. Butter chicken! Just saying it makes my saliva glands dance the conga! Thankfully, many of its stores have been able to create unions despite Trader Joe's union-busting tactics. What the fuck? 
you doing? Stop it. Why? Like you said, it's not like they're a sponsor or anything to this show. What's wrong with uh, some actual facts to go with this ridiculous rigged best of list? Top household items, seasonal candles. Scents include peony blossom, cedar balsam, honey crisp apple, and vanilla pumpkin. Hey, I'm 100% sure that this is what heaven smells like. Or the bathroom of every upper-class suburban Republican housewife. Hey, 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 here's another fun fact. Scented candles usually contain phthalates. You know what those are? As candles burn, phthalates are released into the air where they're inhaled or absorbed through the skin. The candle doesn't even have to be lit. Once they enter the bloodstream, they can aggravate allergy and asthma symptoms in some people and, and have been found to alter hormone levels. But they smell so good! <laughs> Unbelievable. Let's keep going here. The next product category on Trader Joe's most popular items is Top Produce, and that award goes to... Bananas! The chain is known for its 25-cent organic bananas and its 19-cent regular bananas. All right, you know why they do it that way? So they don't have to mess with scales. They got tired of using scales that actually give a more accurate and fair price. You want one banana? Uh, let's see, that's 19 cents. A bigger banana? Uh, also 19 cents. A small banana for little Johnny's afternoon snack? Sorry, that's also 19 cents. No exceptions. Oh, you want an organic banana? Oh, jeez, uh, that'll be 25 cents. What a bunch of scam artists. A bunch of scam artists. <laughs> nice banana joke you got in there, Hawk. <laughs> hate you so much. Right back at you. Now, here's my favorite category, top dessert. And the winner is hold the cone, mini ice cream cones. Oh, God, I love these. You know, Hawk, I can fit about three of these in my mouth at the same time. <laughs> kind of like you and bottles of Harvey's Bristol cream. All right, yeah, I'm out of here. No, 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 Hawk, wait, 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 come on. The next category is just what your doctor's ordered. Top vegan vegetarian product. Among its many vegan and vegetarian options, the vegan kale, cashew, and basil pesto came out on top. And I don't think I'm woke enough to try kale, but that basil pesto sounds a mm, tasty. You really are an annoying motherfucker. Whoa, there go the FCC sirens again. You're all class, Hawk. You're all class. Good thing we're almost done with this list. Anyway, the most popular Trader Joe's item overall and also the most popular snack is... Chili and lime flavored roll tortilla chips, a spicy corn chips. What a perfect addition to any Super Bowl party. Wait, wait, wait. H hold on. You, you said there were nine items on this stupid list? Technically, that's only eight. There were nine categories, my maniacally depressed friend, and one item fell into two of those categories. Yeah, but... There's, there's still only eight products. Trader Joe's can't even get their customers to find nine products they like, let alone ten. Pretty pathetic, if you ask me. Yeah, well, no one did ask you, so all right, time for a break. And when we come back, Marvin the Weather Wizard is going to tell us the many ways to wear scarves on these very cold February days. How about around your neck? 
Done. Segment over. Thanks, Marv. Hey, can we use you as the model, Hawk? I'd love to wrap something around your scrawny, unshaved skin tag neck. Like to see you try, you soulless corporate lackey. Who are you fucking a Trader Joe's cartoony? Who are you fucking? What the? Why? Wait, how dare you? Uh, Come here, you. Uh, get out. Get up back here. The Hawk. <laughs> WCRP Corporate Radio. This next piece is one for the kiddies. Story time with Sunshine Metals founder. William Lohman, here to tell the kiddos about pigs and trees and giants and corporate takeovers. Hey! Yay! Oh my God! Okay, okay, kids, kids, have a seat, okay? okay. Have a seat. All eyes on me, okay? Okay. It's time for our afternoon story time. Oh, yeah. Yay! Yay! Story Yay! time! Yay! Okay, okay, guys. We are very lucky to have a very special guest with us today. This is Mr. William Lohman, and he is going to read our story for us. Yay! Yay! Mr. Lohman is a very important business person here in town. He's the president and founder of Sunshine Metals, a company he created over 30 years ago, which he still owns to this day. Why, yay! Well, well, I was until about 45 minutes ago. My, my company merged with a much bigger metals company called Reliance Steel and Aluminum Company, and I'm not president. My title is now Vice President of Indiana Operations. Oh, okay. Okay, I didn't realize that. Mr. Lohman, why did you move your fingers up and down when you said merged? And, 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 and what does merged mean? Well, a merger is when a pleasant combination of two things happens. Reliance Steel is calling this a merger, but it's more like a very hostile takeover, which is like when a nasty, gigantic shark gobbles up a much smaller fish. <laughs> A shark ate Nemo? No! Okay, okay, wait, no, settle down, kids. No one's being gobbled up by a shark. Want to see the bite marks? Ah! Mr. Loman is kidding, kids. He's kidding. There are no bite marks. No bite marks. Maybe not physical ones. Okay, all right, Mr. Loman. Um, What story are you going to read to us today? Um... Oh, yeah. You know, I, I forgot to bring something. How about uh, Three Little Pigs? Yes! Yay! Yay! Three Little Pigs! Three Little Pigs. Right. Three little pigs. Um, see, Three Little Pigs were still living at home with their mother well into their late 20s because of the enormous amount they owed in student loans. Finally, the mother pig uh, had to kick them out because she couldn't afford to pay their food bills. But because rents were so expensive, they couldn't afford to live in even the cheapest of apartments. So they decided to build their own homes with the cheapest material they could find because corporations that sold building materials knew that they were in demand, so they price gouged the hell out of them. 
The first pig made his house out of straw and his second out of sticks. And when the first big wind came up, they fell like a house of cards. The third pig was the only pig that saved enough money and was able to make his house with bricks, which stood during the worst of storms. The other two pigs moved in with the third pig, but unfortunately, even though they all had jobs, albeit ridiculously low-paying jobs with hardly any benefits, they couldn't afford enough food and ended up dead before they were 30. The end. Oh, Oh, that's, that's not the story. story. Where was the wolf? Yeah, where was the wolf? The the wolf? The wolf was the greediest fuck corporations that price gouge and refuse to pay a living wage to their employees. That's the wolf. Oh, he said naughty words, words. Naughty words. Naughty words. He didn't even know the real Mr. story. Yeah, you don't know the story. Tell Mr. The... Loman, please. All right, everyone, calm down. Uh. Mr. Loman is going to try this again. Aren't you, Mr. Loman? Listen, Loman, get your shit together. Okay? All right, all right, all right. Uh, sure. Um, how about, um, let's see, how about Jack and the Beanstalk? Yay, okay. Jack and the Beanstalk. Okay. All right, all right, this, this is a good one. So, you have this boy named Jack who still lives with his mother, doesn't have a job, and his best friend is an old cow. Jack's mother asked Jack to go to town and sell the cow because they have no money and Jack won't get a job. But instead of getting some actual money for the cow, Jack sells it for a handful of magic beans that instead of real food, grow a gigantic beanstalk. As the mother lies crying in her bed because there's no food in the house, Jack climbs the beanstalk and finds out there's a big giant living at the top. So you'd think Jack would introduce himself to the giant and maybe work out some situation where Jack and his mother could coexist with the giant, but no! Jack decides to steal the giant's belongings while he sleeps. While he sleeps! Talking about a hostile takeover, uh, but Jack doesn't stop there. After he steals everything the giant owns and loves and works so hard to get, Jack gets a sword and cuts the giant's head off. <gasps> the, the giant was just living his best life until some young upstart decided they wanted what he had, and he took it. He took it all. And sure, he made the giant vice president of Indiana operations, but that's basically cutting his goddamn head off because I was the president, the founder of a company that I made, that I built, but not anymore. Now I'm just a cold, bloodied, rotting, decapitated head with bulging eyes and a black, swollen tongue and green pus pouring out of my neck. <laughs> Mr. Loman, for God's sakes. What? What? All these fairy tales are full of blood and guts. Jack does cut the giant's head off. I just added some contemporary embellishments, that's all. You are scaring the shit out of these children. Oh, Jesus. All right, calm down, kids. Calm down. I'm sorry. All right, let's try this again. Um, oh, oh, this this is perfect. The giving tree. Do you like the giving tree? Yeah, yeah, the giving tree. Okay, great. So... There's this apple tree, and the tree befriends a little boy, and they have a wonderful time together. The tree gives the boy apples and leaves and lets him climb her trunk, and they play hide-and-seek. Not sure how that works. And the tree is very happy, uh, giving different parts of herself to the boy. Nice story. Then the boy grows up and says, Hey, tree, I want money. Give me money. And then the tree says, I don't have any money. I'm a tree, but, but you can sell my apples and make money that way. So the boy does that. He takes all the apples off the tree and makes lots of money for himself. 
And then years go by until the boy, who's now a man, wants something else from the tree. A house. The tree gives him her branches so he could build a house. And then more times go by and the man doesn't even check in on the tree or ask the tree to dinner. He only communicates with the tree when he wants something. Then he has the audacity to ask the tree for a boat. A boat! So the tree pretty much gives her whole self to this selfish prick. Mr. Loman. If I hear one more shitty fucking inappropriate comment from you, I... Sorry, sorry. She gives her whole self to this selfish poop so he could build his boat. And then she's just a stump. Just a stump of her former tall and beautiful self. Unbelievable. And then this man, this old and selfish monster has the gall to come back again years without even saying hi to the tree he has the gall to come back and ask to sit on her stump because he's tired and she says yes how humiliating how pathetic this company i mean tree provided everything its employees asked for everything and it wasn't enough no, no, they weren't content with working for a small, locally-owned company with job security. They wanted better benefits and a union. They didn't need a union in my company. I, I took care of them like they were my family. They were my family, and I gave them all I could, all I had. But they, they wanted more, and the great Reliance Steel and Aluminum Company heard their cries and swooped down and, and made me an offer I couldn't refuse. So now they have their better benefits and larger salary and childcare and 401ks and they're happy. I gave them everything and they cut me down and all I am is a stump. Just a vice president of Indiana operations stump that they can come and sit on when they're tired. And I'm not happy. Not happy. The end. I feel weird. <laughs> can we go out... Side and play kickball. Yeah. No, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't go. L let's do another. You know what? I know a perfect story for you. Lord of the Flies. Do, do you have Lord of the Flies here? Mm. Oh, that's a great one. It shows what this fucking world is really all about. Okay, Mr. Loman, we are done here. Come on, children. Let's go outside. No, yeah. no, 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 no. You must outside. know this story. You must know. Run, children. Run. Run for your fucking lives. No, big business is the beast. Corporations are the beast. Kill the beast. Kill Cut the his throat. Spill his blood. Spill his blood. Before I get to our last sketch, let me once again thank our business pants corporate theater. In alphabetical order, they are Courtney Cook, Philip Hawk, Ashley Kutcher, and Mark McGee. Let's end this week's program with a song. J. Alfred Prufrock, former CEO of Heart of Fire Incorporated sings a song of corporate love and heartbreak called My Corporate Valentine. My Corporate Valentine. Frigid Corporate Valentine. Simple compassion makes you whine your humanity is laughable 
Your true love is capital. Your only concern is the bottom line. Accounts receivable make you weak. You drool over balance sheets. Pledgers are for you to tweak. But where is your heart? Valentine, do you care for me? Behind the numbers, is it me you see? I pray, little Valentine, oh, I pray that you'll remember me on Valentine's Day. Accounts receivable makes you weak. You drool over balance sheets. Ledgers are for you to tweak. But where is your heart? Valentine, do you care for me? Behind the numbers, is it me you see? I pray, little Valentine, oh, I pray that you'll remember me on Valentine's Day. We are bored Sabermetrics, and we will be back tomorrow without this silly voice, I promise. And please, go ahead, share this podcast with your pals.